Okay, so we uh, left off not quite at the very end of the daf. We left off at this line, which is really quoting the, the end of the Pasuk. We start off with the Pasuk that's the source for the sprinkling by the Parochas, which is, Ken But the rest of the Pasuk says, Hashochein itam b'soch tomosam. God dwells with the Jewish people even amidst their impurity. Which, uh, which teaches us, and that's the Gemara says, HaShokhin itam b'soch tomosam afilu b'shas b'shas shehein temeim even while they are impure, shechine imam the God's divine presence is staying with us. And that brought us to an event. Okay, Amar le'ahu tzeduki, there was a Sadducee that said, to hasta bari, it's now sure, temeim atun, you're all impure, and therefore God's not with you. Okay, and, uh, and how do I know that the Jewish people are not pure? It's a pasuk. Tum'asa bishula, it's a pasuk in Eicha. It's tuma is in its, you know, uh, you know it, it's on her, okay, describing the Jewish people. We are impure, we um, sullied ourselves, Etc. Samalei, so Rabbi Hanina responded to the tzeduki. Look at what was said about the Jewish people. God's divine presence remains with us, even amidst their impurity. Okay, even while they're impure, God's divine presence rests on us. Okay, so that's the story. So, that brings us to a very important question. Okay, what's the limud um, over here? How do you know that you have to do seven, you know, you do one up and seven down by the bull, one up, seven down by the goat, also by the parochas? It's based on the v'chein olmoid. So the question is this, the original, as we already established previously, it was really two dafim ago, we saw that the one up, seven down by the bull and the one up and seven down by the goat is only partial information, right? It only really says in the Torah the one up by the goat and the seven down by the bull. It doesn't really mention how many times there's, uh, there's up by the bull and it doesn't mention how many times it's down by the goat. So it's a learn, and how did we know it? From Akish, because we compared the bull to the goat, and the goat to the bull. That's how we learned it. So it was, the original was learned from Hakish. And now we're saying, we're making a Hakish, it's a Hakish from a Hakish. So that's a big problem. Since when can something that was learned from Hakish go and again teach with Hakish? That's the Gemara's question. So the Gemara says, that's not the situation here. Hi, Here, you are learning that concept, and a, and a little bit is provided from Hakish. In other words, when it says by the, both the goat and the bull, they both say that there's up and down. Just didn't give the number. So all we needed was the Hakish to derive a portion of the information. But the fact that there's an up and a down by the bull and an up and a down by the goat is expressed explicitly in the Torah. So that's called Hemenu V'davar You're learning it plus something additional. That's okay. And therefore it doesn't qualify as a hakish that's Okay, so the Gemara says, 
That's okay. an opinion. Hadicha, that works very nice. With man damer law of hakish, that you could say a man of davacher is not really hakish. It's not a davar lama min hakish because it, it, it's partially written in. Um, so then it can be chozer malamed. That's fine. But there is an opinion that says that it also is a hakish, because the part that we are learning is based on a hakish, is based on the connection in the text. So what is what's the answer? So the Gemara answers different explanation. It's like you're you're really not reading it right. which is basically we're not saying um, um, how many times you sprinkle up and down is being learned to the, from the inside which was learned from the other one that's inside, and then learning again to the outside. That's not what's going on. We're saying that whatever you did on the inside, that's what we do on the outside. So it's a straight limud. Okay, and what do you do on the inside? However you know what you do on the inside, that's what we're saying. Same thing should be on the outside. And that's what, you know, meaning on the parochas. And that's not called... Therefore, it's not a hekesh menekesh because we're comparing places. We're not comparing the actual... Uh, application or sprinkling of the blood uh, to each other. We're saying the locations are connected to each other. And that's okay. That's one. Uh, okay, so it's Mekomos with the Kamarimayatadi. Ibaisim, or another Pshat. Chutz Mipnim, Bechadazim Nekamar. That outside from inside is learned, um, you know, in one moment, okay? Meaning, um, even if you want to say the inside is Akish, um, and learned from Akish, it's, uh, it can still learn to the outside by the Heichal in one moment, because it's saying, um, whatever was learned from Akish, and uh, this is not, in other words, Rashi explains what the example of a Akish that's not Choser Malamid Min Akish is. Um, if let's say uh, the Hechel had to learn from uh, if it only wanted to learn that which is learned from a Hekesh from the inside and then apply that also to the outside that would be a Hekesh that's being closer Malamid Bekesh but here um, I'm, I'm learning what is Mefurish, what is explicit by the inside um, and then we're learning it all in one moment. So since I'm learning everything together, so that's also not considered a hekesh that's coming back and teaching with hekesh because it's all happening simultaneously between the inside and the outside, and um, and therefore it's not uh, it's not like a two step process. Okay, and that's the end of that uh, that that discussion. Okay, so Tana we learned kishu maza inu maza al haparochas. When sprinkling, it's not a requirement and it's not the point and it's, uh, to get the parochas bloody. That's not what you're supposed to do. Um, just towards the parochas, in the general direction of the parochas, but it lands on the floor before the parochas. Now, I don't know what you're going to say, but I was there in Rome. And they had a number of blood, drops of blood on the parochas from the uh, bull and goat of, uh, that were on Yom Kippur. So Gemara says, how do you know which, uh, which bull and goat it was? Okay? Maybe it's other 
types of chataos pinimios, like the param dabshot sibur, or the theory of Anzara, which we actually just had that in this past week's parsha, in case you didn't realize. But there was a little section about the Sarah of Avodah and also it's it's a chatas aprimis, and they sprinkle it on the parochas or in front of the parochas. So maybe that's the one that was there. Had you know that it was the one from Yom Kippur? So the Gemara says now. Um, they don't change parochas like we do. What? They don't change their parochas like we do for. We have white. Oh, 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 well, you mean, no, well, they, they didn't change, change the approach. They did, definitely, well, let's back it up. Um, I thought you were asking a different question. They definitely had the same process um, throughout the year, throughout the year. However, they did change them out every year. Yeah. Um, uh, we saw that they, that they renewed the process every year, and uh, they made new ones every year. However, um, and uh, you know that's where it's, you know, the, the the fact of the matter is they didn't get around to changing it by the time the destruction of the base of Mintish was apparently right. you know so like it was taken into captivity and this whole Rashi points out an interesting story I don't know if you remember the story um, that uh, this Kamara uh, in Meseches Mi'ila Rashi says where Reb Lazar Reb Yossi uh, healed the princess of Rome. Because uh, she had a demon that entered her body, and um, and there was was I don't know if you remember the whole story. Basically, what happened was is that there was a terrible decree against the Jewish people, and um, he didn't know what to do. And then there was a demon that said, you know, maybe I can help you. So he said, you know what? The demon occupied the the this princess. He chased the demon out, and then he rewarded him by taking anything he wants from the treasure house. And instead of taking any of the treasures, he took the document that was the decree and he was able to tear up the decree that was what that was the event but anyway in, while there he saw a lot of artifacts from uh, it's like the Vatican you know there's artifacts um, and that was uh, what he found and he found the parochas there and he saw what the parochas looked like and it had blood on it now how do you know which blood it was so the Gemara says um, of, of, uh, that the David Kisitron you could tell because it's this is the only one that's achas, achas v'achas v'shtayim v'achas v'sheva. So it was there's a progression. So he saw that it was a like a kisidron that the these droplets that are going down, 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 and that indicates which which blood we're talking about. Okay, that it's from the korban, korbanos uh, of Yom Kippur. The same discussion actually is also by the Parab Dabashot Sibor. Kegavit, exactly this discussion. When they sprinkle the blood from the Parab Dabashot Sibor towards the Brochus, it wasn't meant to touch the Brochus. If it touches, it touches, but it was not the intent. Okay, and number of bloods are abusive. And you receive Rome. I saw it in Rome. Vayula kamiti betam shal param davashal tibur. And there was quite a few, uh, quite a bit of blood from the param davashal tibur. Usira vodasara. So the Gemara says, how do you know which blood it was? Vedom the par v'sarshel mikipor minu. The answer is the chazina David shalokas sidran. He saw that it was not in order. Okay, which uh, goes to show that basically there was a lot of blood. There was blood that was in order and blood that wasn't in order, and he was able to read or from the signs, you know, from from what he saw that uh, that both both were actually touching the parochas. 
Which brings us, that's the end of that discussion. Okay, so nisarvul odamim bidamim. So what if, what if the bloods get mixed together? Okay, so now I got the, the bull's blood, I got the goat's blood, and somehow I mix them one into another. Okay? Um, as you know, that's what you're supposed to do at the very end. You're supposed to pour one into the other. Mm-hmm. But he, 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 he skipped a step, he did it first, and then he's like, oh, I didn't do the brochus one, or I didn't do the other one. Oh, now what do I do? So that's the question. Or well, maybe perhaps to the two containers over there, two stands, he doesn't know which one is which anymore. He doesn't remember. That's a separate question. We'll get that. I said, we'll come to this. Okay. Okay, so Amrava, no senachas lamala, v'sheva lamata, Simple. He just puts one up, seven down. And since it's a mixture of blood, the blood of the bull and the blood okay. of the goat, so you got everything. You do it all in one shot. It, you kill two birds with one stone. Okay? Um, when this was said over, the solution to Rabbi Yermia, Amar, he was not impressed. Foolish Babylonians. Again. They live in a dark place. They say dark ideas, meaning, meaning completely clueless. Why? That's not going to work, because when you do the one-up, you're doing the one-up for the bull, together with the one-up from the goat. And we know there's an order that it needs to be. You have to do the one up. You have to do the seven down of the bowl before you do the one up on the goat. So how can you do it all in one shot? It's not a solution. Okay. You have to finish from atoning the kodesh. First finish with the blood of the bowl. Then and only then do you start finishing with the damasoy. So therefore, Rabbi Yirmiya said, that's not what you do. Rather, what do you do? Elam Rabbi Yirmiya, no sinachas lamala, one up, v'shevel matan, seven down, l'shem hapar, meaning now I'm having a zin that only the blood of the bull is what I'm intending to do. Okay? And that doesn't bother me because the part that, the mitzvah is only the part that I'm having kavana on, and the rest I don't mean to do, so it's like a nothing. And then it's fine. I'm doing first the bull and then the goat. And that's the solution. Okay, that's if it's somewhere in the first steps. What if the bloods got mixed together in the last step? Okay, so Rapapa in front of Rava was thinking, just do seven down. For the bull, Ula Shemsar, and also for the goat. So, in other words, we 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 mixed up over here right now in the after at the end. So all I have to do is the seven down for the for the bull. Now I'll say have a mind for both the bull and the goat, and then I'll catch in the one up for the goat afterwards, having a mind specifically for the goat. So Amrle Rava. So Rava said, Until now we could be called fools. Now we're a fool of a fool. Why? What's the definition of a fool of a fool? He taught us what our mistake was, and we still didn't now still didn't knock it in to understand the mistake. Same problem. You're putting the seven below before you put the one up for the goat. Ah, that's not going to work. 
so so vator omra tain lamala varchach lamata. Pasuk says explicitly achas lamala, right? Ala kaporis velafnei kaporis above and then below. So that's the so okay whatever. So rather ella. So rather, Rava says, "No, since shevel lamata l'shem part, you have to put the seven down for the bowl." Because of no sinachas lamala, bit shevel lamata l'shem sorry, then one up and seven down for the with intending for the goat. Now that's if. Um, it's all mixed up together. That's where it's all mixed in one big mixture. Now, what about this scenario? Nisarvelo kosos bikosos. What if we're confused? I'm not sure which container I have in front of me. I, I know that one is the bowl and one's the goat, but I can't, I, for the life of me, I totally forgot what I'm up to and I don't know. I know the blood of the bull is darker. Yes, you're right. Toysus asked that as a question. That's a very good question. But he's a coin Godal on a day that he's weak and he's not able to pay attention and now he's confused. Okay, so he's, he's, he's at a loss. So what's the halacha to do? No, no sein, v'chozer v'nosein, v'chozer v'nosein, What he does is he puts from one, then he puts from the other, then he goes back to the first one, and then you're good to go. Why? How does that work? Because Let's say the first one that you put up was the bull one. Okay? So that's supposed to go first. That's beautiful. Then I went to the second one. I did the goat. So I did the one and two is the right order. I'm done. The fact that I did again from the first one afterwards is irrelevant. I already did my mitzvah. What if, what if it's the other way around? The first one they did was the goat. Well, then we're also good. First one is nothing. Second one is the bull. That counts. And then the third one is the goat. So there's the two and three is the ones that I need. And then we ignore the first. So either we'll ignore the third or we'll ignore the first and we're good to go. You follow? Okay. That's the solution. Okay, next case. Next case. Mixas damim this arvelo, or mixas damim lo this arvelo. Some of the blood got mixed together, and some of the blood is separated. How did that? How can that be? You may ask. How can it be only a partial mixture? So the answer is, is that it was poured into a third container from both of them. Okay, so part of it I know is from just the bull. Part of the blood is just the the goat. And part is a mixture of bull and goat. Okay. What's the problem? Sheet, it's clear, it's obvious. Ki yahiv mi Obviously, I'm, I'm not stupid. We're going to use what's for sure, what's for sure the one instead of what's a mixture, right? So therefore, what I do is, is I'm going to do the bull, which I know is only the bull, and then I'm going to do the goat, which I know is only the goat. And that, of course, is what I'm going to do. But the shail is hanach shirayim. So the question is pshita ki yav mivadonyav miu. The question is hanach shirayim avu uli sodasli. The question is how do we look at this second container? Is this second container the shirayim, the leftovers, and vili sod asli? It got to go to the foundation, which is what you do with all the leftover blood. You pour it at the foundation of the mizbeach. <laughs> or the fact that it was mixed together means that it's invalidated and therefore it was pushed off from the mitzvah and therefore it got to go to where all the trash goes which is to the channel that goes down Okay, anything that comes disqualified basically you just 
pour it down the channel and let you know wash it down and then go down to Nachal to Kidron Valley, right? So Amar Rav Papa, so Rav Papa says, Afilu leman de Amar kos echad osechaveru shirayim. Rav Papa says, even according to the opinion which we're going to soon see, that says that one cup makes the other cup leftovers. Okay, that's where that's where the option was. I can use either cup, so then the other cup is still shirayim. You can't give from this mixture because it's a mixture of the two kinds. So lo, then it's surely not valid, and it's worse here, and therefore it got to be poured down to them. That is what Rapapa suggests. If anything, it's opposite. Even according to the opinion that says that when you have one cup, that makes the other cup pushed off from the mitzvah. That's because it was pushed off intentionally. Okay? Here wasn't pushed off intentionally. Lo, then it's not the case. And that's where we're going to get into this machlokes of does one cup make the second cup a shirayim or a dichoy? And this is where the whole discussion comes up in this price in the Tanya. Lemailu omer yishbach. In the first parsha, it says the blood, its blood, should be poured at the Yisodam Azbeach. Lemato omer yishbach. And then it says later on, all of its blood should be poured at the foundation of Mizbech. First time it just says its blood, and that's one says all of its blood. What's the shot? Minayin, um, what it's coming to say is this. Minayin What if you catch the blood of the chatas in four separate containers? And I did, as we know, you have four applications on the corners. Each cup I used for the application on one of the corners. Uh, so that for sure I will pour all that's re- left over to the foundation. Why? That's That's what it means, all the blood. Because they're all leftovers from the corner things. Now, what if I did all four applications from a single one of these four cups? So, how do you know? How do you know then? Now, you might think that then too, I have to pour all the other three cups also at the foundation. Its blood must be spilled, mean poured down, and not right, right. It will get poured to the foundation and all the rest will go to the Amma. In other words, that doesn't count as leftovers. Okay? The other three, what's in the other three cups? Because they never were used on the corners. You understand? It was pushed off. That's the one way, that's the one opinion. Okay? Rebbe Eliezer, Rebbe Shimon Omer, different pshat. Minayin lechata shekibodama berarba kosos. If you catch the chatas in four separate containers, the blood of the chatas, and you only did from one of them, it's all, all four cups, what's left over needs to be poured to the foundation. 
That's from the Pasuk it's called Dama. All of the blood gets poured out. What does he do with the first Pasuk that just says That's referring to any leftover blood that was never you know, collected from the neck of the animal. That blood is the blood that well, is not considered leftovers because it was never caught. Never had the potential to be used on the corners. So that blood, it's just gonna be, have to be spilled down to the foundation, not foundation to the to the channel, and that's it. Okay, and that is the answer. Okay. So we saw to the machlokas here, and that's what we're saying, that our Mishnah could really fit in with uh, according to Reb Huna Braid Reb Shaw with both opinions. It's not take it's not necessarily going only like the Mandi Amar. Who uh, uh, who says that it's Shirayim? Okay. Brings us to the next thing. Ira dam apar Now you pour the bull blood, mix it together with the blood of the goat. Okay. The Mefarshim explained that they actually, you know, do a good mixing. They did pour one, pour from one into the other, then from the other to the one, until it's well fully mixed. Okay. Tanan, we learn in our Mishnah, command we're like the opinion that says, that we mix the bloods together for the application on the corners of the Mizbeach Apnimi to the inner altar. Okay, the Itma, Yoshev, Rabbi Yonasan, it's Machlokas, Rabbi Yoshev, Rabbi Yonasan, Charamar, Me'arvin, one says you're supposed to mix them together, Charamar, Me'arvin, the other one says you're not supposed to mix it together. Now, who says what? It's not clear. So this time, the Rabbi Yoshio, who the Amar Marvin, must be Rabbi Yoshio who says that you do. Why? The Amar, Afagav, the Lok Siv Yachtov, Kemantik Siv Yachtov Tami. Even without the word Yachtov, we always take it to mean together. Um, and uh, that's the situation over here. The case, the case is, um, the, it says, Ish, Ish, Asher Yikalal, Es Aviv, Es Imo. But, so, but didn't they? Yeah, what? I, I mean, you had, had to mix the blood the stuff before he puts it on gold stuff and pour, and splits it on the, on the uh, parochet. No, the parochet was separate. Different blood? No, we did the bowl separate. The bowl. Then, then he does sayir, then he mixed the blood together and he does one more sprinkling again. Right? No, 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 no he never said that. No, so no, no. No, no sprinkling combined. No, this on the mizbech, and this the is one the opinion. There's one opinion that even the mizbech is separate. That you don't mix it before the oh, mizbech. That's it's one opinion. opinion. Two opinions. We say. So now we're saying who? Right. There's Rabbi Yoshia and Rabbi Yonason. Who says what is really no, the question? Because I was to start with when he said he doesn't mix it. He just pours it one time. He doesn't mix it back and forth, back and forth. No, no, no. It's, it's not mixed well. at all. It's not mixed at all. Okay. This is the inner altar we're talking about. Yeah, the golden altar, Mizbech Haprimi, right? Yeah. The inner altar. Now, the question is, who says which way? We just said, Rav Yoshi says one way, Rav Yonasan says the other way, and we're saying, who says which way? It makes sense, based on another machlogs between Rav Yoshi and Rav Yonasan, that Rav Yoshi is the one who says that it means together. Why? Because even though it doesn't say together, Yachtov, which means together, that when you say this and this, that means Together. Also together, right? Okay, and that's the idea. A few tema and and uh, and and the Rashi quotes the halacha where it comes from, where the discussion is. It says, "Ish ish I'm sorry, it's it's emo." So he cursed his father and mother, which maybe um, you have to curse both parents in order to be chayiv. 
How do you know that it's even separate? That's why it says, Aviv Kilel, Imo Kilel. It's single in the mouth, and that's Shita's Rabbi Yoshia, meaning that without that extra line of Aviv Kilel, Imo Kilel, I would take it to mean um, as Aviv as Imo, that he cursed them together, and, you, and you're not Chayev unless you're cursing them together. So you see that even without the word Yachtav means together. And Rabbi Yonason disagrees, he says, no. Just as Avivis Imo sounds like each one individually or together. It doesn't necessarily mean together. Okay? So clearly Rav Yoshia is the one who would understand that when you take the, it says to take the Dama Parv and Dama Sar and put it on the Karnas on his back. So it means together. Okay? So the Gemara says, this time to Rav Yoshia, who the Amar Ma'arvin, the Amar Avagav the Lok Siv Yachtav, Kemandik Siv Yachtav, it's as if it says together. Rabbi Yonasan, no, it could fit with Rabbi Yonasan. Why? Who? Why? Shani Achi. Here it's different. Because maybe he would agree in this case because it says that it says, the Pasuk says, he atones on the replies, the application of blood on the corners of the Mizbech Apinimi. Once a year. Now, when you say once, that means once, not twice. So you're obviously not doing it separately. It's doing a single time. So maybe even Rabbi Yonason might agree that here it's different. It means together. And that's the point. Tanya to look But even though that's a good answer, the Brisa is explicitly splits the two opinions this way. Because the Brisa says, That's that it should be mixed Okay, Divrei Rabbi Yoshia. So you see, Rabbi Yoshia holds that it must be mixed together. Rabbi Yonasan Amar, no, Mizebefni Hatzma, Mizebefni Hatzma, separately. Amar Rabbi Yoshia, Va'alok Farnemer Achas, but doesn't it say Achas, which sounds like once? Amar Rabbi Yonasan, no, Va'alok Farnemer Midam Hapar, Umidam Asar, separate. Imke Lamanemer Achas, why does it say Achas according to Rabbi Yonasan? Lamanach Achas Lashtayim Midam Hapar, Achas Lashtayim Midam Asar, one from each. That's what one means. One from each type of blood. Okay, and that's the um, and that's the story. Let's go to the two dots. Tanya idach. The other price says, "Velakach mitama par mitama sarsh yu meuravin zebaze atomers yu meuravin zebaze oeno elam mizebefniatzma mizebefniatzma." Maybe it needs to be each one separately. Tamalomer achas. That's why it says achas v'stamak rabbiosia. So, according to rabbiosia, because it says achas, it means specifically. Only one application, and to mix the blood of the bull and the blood of the goat together. According to Rabbi son, Achas just means each one once, but it's not to be mixed because it didn't say Yachtov. Okay, and that's the story, and we'll stop over here. Yes,